Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second edition of Sports Ball Weekly. This, my name is Tyler Lovelace. I'm joined here, of course, by the very same Michael Merritt to bring you all of the news from sports this week. And you, you know, of course, we're going to talk about it because it'd be kind of boring if we were just a news source. You know, that's not what we do around here. Okay, so it's not the vibe. Exactly. See, now you're starting to understand. Uh, the first thing that we're going to talk about is, of course. NFL this week. Week one happened, and so many of the things that we said last week are wrong, but some of them are right, so yeah. so we'll, we'll take our, our W's where we get them. Um, but there was a lot of L's this week for um, predictions. Uh, most important, like, you know, who gets a big W is, of course, the Washington football team. We'll, we'll get to them later. And Jacksonville, Jacksonville too. Yeah, we, we, we said they were going to be absolutely horrible, and I mean, they probably still are, but they got a W, so good for them. Um, so, where, which, which, which team, which game you want to start with first? I think we're going to talk about week one. We're going to go, I think the plan today is we're going to go over week one, talk about what we thought of the, of the games, and then probably talk about next week's matchups and see what's going to happen there. Um, so which game do you think you want to get to first? Oh, well, let's get started with the opening game of the season, the Houston Texans at the Kansas City Chiefs. And in that game, we saw the Chiefs beat the Texans 34-20. to uh, This game was not as close as the, uh, as the box score says it is. The Texans did not look good. They, uh, they did not look good. Well, I mean, it's not like they were just horrible across the board. They had some dropped passes. David Johnson was a bright spot. He didn't, yeah. he didn't look like shit. Um, he didn't look bad at all. Uh... If you want to talk about things on the Texans side, Deshaun Watson did his thing, or at least he tried to for four quarters, and he he, he was he was under he was under pressure for probably eighty percent of the game. He had no help, man. The offensive He's, line just did not function. There's no O line and no DeAndre Hopkins to bail him out. Uh, it was a, that trade. Even though David Johnson looks good, that trade still very heavily lopsided. David Johnson's not replacing that production, so that sucks, you know. Yeah. Uh, in Kansas City side, um, it looked very, very good. Uh, they seem to have added a new dynamic to their offense already with the that acquisition of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He seems to be very, very good um, so far. We, you know, it's only one game, so we can't say for sure, but he had a very, very good debut. Oh, over 100 rushing yards, if I remember right. You know, he had 138 yards he had and a, a touchdown, touchdown. You know, he, on he, 25 carries. I mean, he was just efficiently moving the ball um, and effectively the whole game. Like, Kansas City wasn't even throwing as much as you're accustomed to seeing them throw the ball because the ground game was so effective with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, think it, I think it was also kind of to show the rest of the league that now Kansas City can run the ball too. Well, yeah. Um, it's, it's probably just to maintain pace because the offense can score really quickly, right? But um, if they continue to do that, they'll get dominated in time of possession, and that's usually how you beat Kansas City, is if you dominate time of possession, make your drives long, slow, and methodical, and still get points on the board. So if Kansas City can start to do the same thing, make their drives, drives a little more methodical by running the ball like that, um, it does add another layer to their offense. It allows them to do some more things that they weren't doing before. You know, uh, I personally thought the loss of Damian Williams in the offseason was not ideal because, you know, I mean, I'm not faulting him for what he's doing. He's trying to take care of his mother during the pandemic, and that's all fine. 
Uh, I just thought it wasn't ideal for Kansas City, but they apparently have found a way to replace that production. It wasn't just Clyde Edwards last night. Daryl Williams got a lot of carries as well. He got quite a few. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was, but Clyde Edwards really carried the load. Uh, Chiefs offense, the Chiefs defense didn't look perfect. They didn't look like the team that we just saw in the Super Bowl back in February. They did not look as good as they did then. Um, but, you know, you don't expect them to. There's a lot, there's a few injuries and such, you know. Yeah, starting corner, Tarverius Ward went down with a broken hand. Uh, defensive tackle, Colin Saunders dislocated his elbow and is out for the season. And I remember there was another injury. I'm not certain who it was. Uh, but rookie rookie corner uh, Legarius Sneed played very well for being a fourth round rookie in his first game with no preseason preparation. Yeah, and he had to he had to basically cover the the number one option, uh, the whole game for the most part because you know there's no Bashad Breeland and there's no Charvarius, so it seemed like it was just going to be a struggle. But he he held his own, and that's honestly what you're trying to, what you uh, love to see for Kansas City. So I think they're still going to be just fine. Obviously, I, uh, I I I I think you can say my bias is showing here, but I still think Kansas City is a very 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 good football team, and they've only made their their teams only gotten better over the off season, in my personal opinion. Yes, I agree fully. So it's. Uh, kind of spooky. Um, no, no one really expected the Texans to win this game. Yeah. Um, but no one expected them to kind of just at no point have any control of it either. I don't think. Yeah. You know, and they went up twenty-four nothing in the playoffs a year ago. And I know you can't just look at that because they're different teams, but still, you can't. It's also it's just hard to ignore. Like, clearly they can when. Do do things versus the Kansas City defense, but uh, they did not show that ability, and maybe that's a lot of it comes from the loss of DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about about this game? Uh, nothing else I can think of. Nothing else for this game. So who, which, which, what's the next game on the agenda? You think we'll now proceed on to the Seattle Seahawks versus the Atlanta Falcons. That was a fun game. Um, it was really fun. You got to see uh, new things like uh, Todd Gurley play his first game in his, for his hometown team. Uh, you got to see a couple things. Mainly, you got to see the improved connection between Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. Those guys are on the same page 100% right now. I benched him on my fantasy team. That's I what DK Metcalf. That's what you get. Um, I started Russ, though. I mean, that's, I mean, it is what it is. Last year I had DK because I, t- I took a risk on him, and the first half of the season he wasn't great, but the second half he started beating teams because he was producing. Um, either way, that's not important. Um, yeah. When it comes to Russell Wilson, we'll talk about him first. Uh, his stat line looked something like 31 for 35 completions, which is just insane completion percentage, 355 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, he just looked like he was on another level out there versus that Atlanta defense. And it is Atlanta's defense, so it's not expected to be, like, you know, a, a great defense that'll stop Russ. But, like, that's really a, an impressive stat line. When The more you look at it, the more you're like, wow. It's because the run game seemed effective, too, for Seattle yeah. with, with Chris Carson back. So it, um, it, it's... Uh, Seattle is very, very good, and that's why I picked them to be. I, I, I thought they would be very, very good, and they're kind of just showing it right now. Um, 
Atlanta, I don't know what to think of Atlanta because Julio Jones is back and good and, and all that, and Matt Ryan is still mostly consistent. I watched as Atlanta tried to drive down the field, Calvin Ridley dropped a pass that hit him in the hands that would have kept their drive alive and, you know, stuff like that. Like, stuff like that. It, it, I don't know. Like, the, Matt Ryan's consistent. Calvin Ridley is good. Julio Jones is great. Todd Gurley's good if you can stay healthy. And, but there's not much else going for that Atlanta team, in my opinion. I don't know what else I can expect to see from them. Yeah, I'm, I'm just still not sure about that Atlanta defense and a lot of the game planning from Dan Quinn. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sold on, on Atlanta. They, they, had a, they didn't play a horrible game, but they did not play a good game. Um, it, was, uh, it was just a real mismatch, I'd say. Yeah, 38-25 Seattle. Yeah. So, I mean, Seattle won comfortably. Um, well, if we're going to move... Like, that, that game was not bad, though. That game was good. I cannot, I cannot lie. That, that, that game was entertaining. DK Metcalf uh, is proving to be a pretty good receiver. Who, I mean, I believed in him before, but now I'm really, now, now I'm really sold on him. He, he could be really, really good. Uh, this is only a second year, and he looked very, very good in week one. It's interesting, the dynamic we saw. Like, there's some people in the offseason who uh, seem rusty. And seem like that you can tell that they haven't played football in a long time, haven't practiced it as much as they usually do. And then there's people who you who looked great as if they'd been putting in work all off season. So you kind of see in the division there between those two. Uh, there's not that much to talk about. Uh, I think Seattle is going to be a, a contender this year, I and I think that was a great showing for them in Week One. Uh, I, I, there's nothing else I want to talk about other than that game. That game's like it doesn't have a whole lot of divisional importance or anything. It's just Seattle went out and got a win that they were expected to do. They didn't play down to their competition. They just went out and got a good win, uh, which is what we expected so far over those two games. Those are games that we both agreed Kansas City and Seattle would win. So, but we're eventually going to start being wrong here. So, what was the next game on the agenda? Uh, the next game I have is the Jets and the Bills. Jets Bills. Uh, we definitely both agreed the Bills win that game. Yes. And in the first half, it looked more dominant than even I thought it was going to be. They were up twenty-one nothing. Le'Veon went down in the second quarter, if I remember right. Yes, with a hamstring injury. So, and they, I think they just put him on IR. So he's going to be out up until I think week four or five. Yeah, I drafted Le'Veon late in our draft because I was like, well, maybe he'll be cool in our fantasy draft, but now I am immediately dropping him. Uh, six points. You know, we're not going to talk about it. It's fine. Um, yeah, and I mean, even with the carries he got before the injury, he had uh, six carries for 14 yards. It was a 2.3-yard per carry yeah. average. Uh, I don't know what happened to Le'Veon Bell. He used to be one of the best running backs in the game, and now he is just gone. Um. But the Bills were, were looking really good offensively in the first. They were looking good defensively almost all game, but the, they started to let the Jets come back a little bit, which has always been my concern with the Bills. Is I mean, they did that versus the Texans last year in the playoffs. Like they, that's, um, they were up big and just stopped scoring. Like in, yeah. the, in the first half, they're dominating. and the second half, they, stop, they don't play football anymore. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's just a lack of... 
um, being able to respond to halftime adjustments by the coaching or like what the problem is. But you really expect them to start putting these teams away or else they're not going to be able to say they can contend for that division. Yeah. Because there's another team in that division that still looks like they're going to be very, very good this year. Uh, and I don't know if the Bills are going to get it for free like a lot of people said they would this offseason. Um, they, they're going to have to start putting teams away. Yes. Uh, you're not like you can get away with that versus the Jets. You're not going to get away with that versus some of the other teams on your schedule. Um, and that's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, we do like, I do like Josh Allen. I do too. And I remember I said last episode that the Bills success would depend on how Josh Allen develops. And in this game, he looked pretty good with, uh, 33 of 46 completion percentage. Um, 312 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, and then a touch or two touchdowns in the air and a touchdown on the ground. Yeah, that's a really good game. Uh, that's a really good game for him, especially. Um, I can't I can't complain with that. Uh, obviously, I, I actually did not watch that game live. Um, I was watching other games, uh, but so I don't see I don't have the eye test. But I will say this much that they they did look uh. Based on what I'm seeing on the stat lines and all that, they did not look like they were bad at all. Um, Darnold, you know, he is 21 for 35, 215 yards, a touchdown, a pick. You know, that that's cool. He had, a, he had an okay game, you know. Running the ball, Le'Veon only had that 14 yards. I mean, they did not get the ground game going at all. No, they... For their leading rusher was Frank Gore with 24 yards. That's uh, That's bad. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's just they. I think they just gave up on the running game after they got down twenty-one-three. Which I mean, I understand the strategy, but also like you got to still try to stay at least somewhat balanced, so that the defense can't just sit there. Jameson Crowder had a huge game. Yeah, hundred fifteen yards, a touchdown, not bad. Seven receptions, hundred fifteen yards. That's a sixteen, six sixteen yards a catch. That's that's uh that's that's definitely not bad. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, the Bills just had more success Yeah. Uh, running the ball, throwing the ball. I mean, running the ball it wasn't even that much success, but it was more than the Jets had. So, I mean, uh, the Bills are still trying to take that division, but we'll see what they do. Uh, what game do you want to talk about next? Because I have a couple of them, but, you know, we'll just go in order. Chicago-Detroit. Okay, I watched the fourth quarter of Chicago-Detroit. Um, I did not watch that whole game. I watched it once I got bored of some other games. Um, Chicago-Detroit was, um, a game where Detroit went up very, very big, or, like, throughout the whole game, and the thing about Detroit last year was, they lost so many games after they were leading in the fourth quarter. Yes. I think it was, like, seven. Like, it was a lot of games. They were leading, um, in the fourth quarter in a lot of their games last season, and they blew it. And you would hope as a Lions fan that they would not continue that trend. But they did it again. They blew a lead versus Chicago. Um, they blew a lead versus Mitchell Trubisky. Because Mitchell, and I say they blew it versus Mitchell Trubisky because Mitchell Trubisky looked absolutely stunning in that fourth quarter. He looked, yeah. he looked great. He threw three touchdowns in that quarter alone. Yeah, and, and I mean, including the... Now, the Lions would have won anyways. Yes. They almost got it done. They got drove the ball downfield, and the drive before Matt Stafford had just thrown a pick. So he 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 with confidence drove downfield, um, got all the way to the red zone, and he threw it in to De- to rookie running back DeAndre Swift, 
And, I mean, DeAndre Swift was in the corner of the end zone, the, the front left corner, basically. So not like in the back of the end zone, but in the front of the end zone. He, faced, he was facing his quarterback. He had his hands in the, the position, that triangle that coaches always tell you to put your hands in. Ball hits him right in the hands. He tries to turn around with it before he secures the catch, and he loses the football, drops the catch, loses the game. Um, really unfortunate yeah. to see. Uh, he is just a rookie, so you know nerves can definitely get you in that kind of situation. It's your first game uh, and things like that. But at the end of the day, that is a uh, professional football player who had a ball hit him straight in the hands while he was ready for it, expecting it hit him right where he wanted it, and did not focus on reeling in the catch before stepping in the end zone. He was more focused on getting. He was more focused on turning towards the end zone than he was securing the ball, and that is how you drop catches like that. And that is, I don't want to say unacceptable, because like, like I said, it's a rookie It's a rookie mistake. You know, it's not like it's just going to be, a, it's not like it's a definite sign of things to come. I'm sure he's going to get better and recover, but um, that definitely doesn't look good on the lines. Lines are cursed. Uh, yeah. They're just going to keep blowing leads. I don't know how that happens. but Yeah, and I mean, with the whole uh, DeAndre Swift thing, I mean, it's it's a rookie, and then you also have to take into account this offseason where it's like you had basically no training camp, and then you had like basically no offseason. Right, but you don't forget how to drop a football in one yeah. offseason. I'm sorry, you don't forget how to catch a football in one offseason. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just kind of, you don't have all the preparation and, like, getting things like that nailed down. It's fine. It's it's fine. No no one's expecting a whole lot of the Lions anyways. Uh, it's not like, oh, no, their 16-0 season is ruined now. Like, it, 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 it'll be fine. Um, I'm sure they can recover. Matt, Staff, Matt Stafford's a good quarterback. I've continued to be an advocate that Matt Stafford is underrated. Uh, much to the dismay of people around me, a lot of people do not agree with such a take. Yeah, I think he's underrated. I think he's just... On, in one of the worst organizations you, you could have gone to. I think that I think that organization is just really poorly managed. And also something I remember, I remember like a couple seasons ago, they fired Jim Caldwell after a 9-7 and seven season. And now coach um, Matt Patricia is 9-24-1. Uh, yeah, uh, but at the same time, it's like he, the, the front office hasn't done a very good job of putting a real team there. Uh, yeah. I mean, they just don't have someone to protect their quarterback. They don't. I mean, they have Ragnow. Ragnow's cool. Yeah. Um, they have a couple pieces on that old line that's not horrible, but the, yeah. um, the rest of them need to get done. I don't know if it's coaching problem. I don't know if it's personnel problem, but they need to figure it out. It could be both, honestly. Yeah, uh, I, they, 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 the Detroit is kind of struggling, and they really shouldn't be struggling this much for the personnel they have on the roster, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, they have great receivers. They have a good quarterback. They have... Um, Running backs now. I mean, they have Adrian Peterson, and I think DeAndre Swift is going to be really solid. Um, I mean, I just don't understand why they are struggling as much as they are. Yeah, I think they've just got to add. I think, I think they need to just restructure the organization from top to bottom. Well, more at the top, because I just don't think that front office is... I don't, I, I don't think they just know what they're doing. It's time for a culture change. Yes. Um... But yeah, uh, that game was kind of disappointing to watch unless you uh, are somehow a Mitchell Trubisky fan. Uh, I spent half of last season trying to defend Mitchell Trubisky. Um, I've I'd been trying to be like, no, 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 he'll be okay. He's young, give him some credit. This is Mitchell Trubisky's fourth season in the NFL. This yeah. is very make or break for him. Yeah. Uh, did they pick up his fifth-year option? They did not. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be real. So now, it, now it's really make or break. Like yeah. this, this season's gonna determine uh, if he 
this, this his season, contract. Yeah, this and this. I mean, this season may determine if he's seen as a you know a viable starting quarterback or as a career backup by the rest of the league. It, it's it's gonna ma- It's gonna be big for him. So they did not pick up his fifth year option. So this will be this is last year on contract. So. Uh, does that mean he's a, he's a restricted free agent or not? Unrestricted, I believe. Okay. Um, so he's basically just going to uh, maybe this maybe he'll perform big this year because if it's a contract year that usually players like to perform in contract years. So I think he's understands the the weight on his shoulders right now. Uh, he's just really got to start to put it together, or things are going to go poorly. Um, he, he, I, it's his fourth year. If he doesn't figure it out now, I don't think he ever will. Yeah, I don't think so either. But he looked good. Uh, he looked like shit in the first three quarters, but once the fourth quarter hit and when it really mattered, he actually seemed to put it together. So I don't know if that's a, a, uh, because the Lions choked or because he just played well. I I mean, I will say this. I was watching that game with my roommate and when Trubisky made good throws, when when Trubisky made throws to the end zone and when he was marching downfield and playing well, we were looking at each other and we were like, wow, that was a really good throw. That was a basically perfect throw. Like, the entire fourth quarter, we were watching Trubisky for the football. We were like, wow, he couldn't have thrown that any better. Like, that was really good. Um, and if he can continue to do that, then he's going he's gonna to get himself a bag this offseason. But he's got he's to gotta figure it out. Uh, he's he has a reputation of having good games and then just dropping off the map. So uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens there. Um, I feel bad for Matt Stafford, but yeah, it, it's too. it's all fine. It's all fine. Uh, I don't think there's much more to talk about. I mean, that's a divisional game, so that's kind of big for the Bears. Uh, the Bears are trying to let everyone know that you know it's not just Packers versus Vikings. Who's going to win the division? Um, you know, they 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 want to. They want to make their name known after they had a really let down season last year. After it seemed they were a field goal away from really doing something in the playoffs. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, next game. Next game is Green Bay against Minnesota. I did watch that game. I watched that game almost the whole game uh, until around the fourth quarter where I started to get like a little iffy. Um, where I was just like, okay. Uh, so I didn't get, I didn't see Adam Thielen just go off on the Packers defense, but I did see, uh, the first half of that game and the Packers got off to a slow start. Um, offensively, they, they did, they did get off to a slow start and defensively too. They let kind of let the Vikings march down the field and Dalvin Cook get a touchdown early on in the game. But ever since then, Aaron Rodgers just started doing his thing. He was making great throws, uh, downfield, you know, of all this scantling looked really good, um, Who's the guy? Who's the name? Who probably most people don't know, but he's he's been there for the Packers for a year or two now. He's just or he's been there. It's he's not new to the organization, uh, but he uh, looked a lot better than he has. Uh, guys just look good. Uh, the Packers, uh, I think, are still going to be very good. I mean, that that was an impressive win, forty three to thirty four on the Vikings. Uh, yes. it's a good Vikings team. Yeah, and I mean, at the end, at the end of the game, the the end of the game, the Vikings tried to fight their way back as they scored 24 in the fourth quarter, but ultimately it just wasn't enough. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I was saying. Like Adam Thielen went off. Yeah. And then in the second half of the game, but uh, it wasn't really enough. I don't know how much I believe in the Vikings because they lose Stephon Diggs, and 
even when they, you know, you, they don't always play up to their competition. They play down to their competition sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I always, if I fully believe in them. Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. Uh, he struggled. That Packers defense, and at least in the first half when I was watching, that Packers defense was making Kirk Cousins work for everything. Working like he was getting sacked, he was throwing bad passes, he was getting pressured. He, he, they made his life hard in the first half. Um, that's a very important game divisionally um, because those those are two teams that you look at and you could say that those would finish with a similar record. So that game could come down to matter. Obviously, we're going to see have to have both those teams scale out. Um, but the, I don't think the Vikings, I don't think the Vikings can take too much. Uh, hurt from this loss. I think they just have to keep pushing forward because yes. they, they, they know they're still a good team uh, and they can beat the Packers. They can do it. It's a matter of any given day for them. The Vikings are still very good, so there's really nothing to be discouraged about here. You love to get an opening win, especially, uh, was that a home game for the Vikings? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, you, you'd prefer to get those games, but you know, home field advantage isn't even as big anymore uh, yeah. with the pandemic, so... But you'd love to get a, uh, a nice win to open up the season. Uh, you always want to get off, start off with that 1-0. It just looks a lot cleaner than 0-1 uh, because then, you, then everything starts counting. You have to get like start winning a lot of games before that record starts looking nice. Um, it's, uh, you'd love to get off to that 1-0 start, but you know what? you got to take what you can get. Yeah. I think ultimately 0-1 really doesn't... 0-1 and or being 1-0 and 0-1 I think really doesn't have that much of an effect, but I mean, it's still nice to get the win. Uh, you starting off with good momentum is yeah. very important in my opinion. Uh, but anyway, you know, Dalvin Cook didn't look horrible. If he could stay healthy, they can be good. Uh, yeah, uh, but Devontae Adams looked really, really good too. Devontae Adams is a beast. Uh, that's worth talking about. Uh, Devontae Adams is a very, very good wide receiver. Yes. Which is not news, but, you know. He, he continued to prove it because I'm pretty sure a lot of people be disrespecting Devontae Adams recently. Yeah. People talking down on him. He's still very, very good. Yes. Uh, let's see. What do you have next? Uh, next up, I've got uh, the Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Okay. So that game was pretty one-sided. Yes. Uh, the Patriots are still very, very good at football. Yes. Um, their defense is still very, very good. Cam Newton looked comfortable in the Patriots uniform. He looked like nothing's changed. He actually looked like older Cam Newton because he wasn't hardly throwing the ball. He was like there was a bunch. They they ran a bunch of designed runs for him. Uh, it wasn't just him scrambling. Like they just ran schemes for him to run the football, uh, and that really worked for them. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had two touchdowns on the ground. Yes, he did. Uh, he 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 played well. He seemed very comfortable. Um. They marched up the field effectively, and they, 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 they beat Miami pretty good. Yeah, and then on the other side, Ryan Fitzpatrick did not look comfortable throwing three picks. He's Ryan Fitzpatrick. You never, yeah. know, you never know what you're going to get out of Ryan Fitzpatrick. You're going to get three touchdowns or three picks. It's, yeah. it's really, you really don't know. Yeah, and it didn't help that Devontae Parker got injured partway through the game. Well, no, of course not. Uh, the Dolphins still don't have a very good team set in place, you know. Like, yeah. Like you go out and you you go out this off season, you bring in Byron Jones. Wow, great! You fixed not even a real problem because you had Xavier and Howard anyways. But yeah. you have 
patched one hole on your entire roster that is filled with them. So, uh, I didn't understand uh, what the Dolphins did this offseason. Outside of drafting a quarterback, that was fine with me. Um, but uh, I don't I don't understand what they were doing this whole offseason. Like, they brought in, like, I don't know why they gave Byron Jones that contract. Because that's Byron Jones is a player you get when you want to win now, and the they, Dolphins they the Dolphins are not in win now mode. That's they, not what they're yeah, here. Yeah, they they simply are not going to win now. That's not what they're here for. Um, yeah, I, I, it is what it is. Um, Miami is not going to be good for a minute. I I I'm not a huge Tua guy either, so I don't know how this is going to go for Miami. This could pan out to be really bad. Could could pan out to be just fine. Who knows? Um. But yeah, the Dolphins, they they just simply struggled. I mean, yeah, throughout this entire game, Bill Belichick it does a great job coaching. Uh, he did great with a new quarterback, first time in twenty years. <laughs> uh, that he's had to that he's had to be like, well, we got to change the whole scheme because our quarterback is not here at all anymore. Uh, but obviously, we know he could do it. Uh, he's he's made other quarterbacks backups look really good while Tom Brady wasn't playing for different times like I mean Matt he's Castle. I mean even when Jimmy G played for him because yeah. uh, Brady was suspended those four games yeah, and he made Brissett look really good during that time too when Jimmy I mean G yeah, yeah that's just what they do that's just what they do so yeah, yeah uh, that's basically how it goes. For Miami, they they weren't expecting to get a win. I didn't expect them to get a win. Nor did I. It it is what it is. Yeah, they made it kind of closely in, bringing it within ten, but this game really just wasn't that close. Right. Uh, there's not much to talk about this game. Division rival, sure, but uh, one team is clearly going to be a lot closer to the top than the other. Uh, on to the next. The Eagles and the Washington Football Team. So this game was a surprise. All right, so here's where we take our first L. Uh, we didn't predict this. Yeah. Hardly anyone did. Uh, the Eagles' O-line was not good. Like, Which they, is what you expect. You don't expect uh, the Eagles' O-line to be good. You, we looked at what, that, what, they, what happened this offseason with them, and we said, wow, that's not good. Jason Peters is unreliable as heck. Yeah, and I mean, coming back, you know, another year older, at, I, think, I believe he's 38, so he was already starting to regress. Yeah, and then that was the, I mean, the only bright spot on that old line is Jason Kelsey. Yeah, and I mean, they also had, um, I think, either rookie or second-year tackle Andre Dillard went out with a season-ending injury. And uh, Carson Wentz got sacked eight times, which uh, you, you which, never want to see that. You hate to see it, especially for someone who gets injured as much as Carson Wentz has been. Um, the Eagles need to take care of him, or he's going to end up like uh, like an Andrew Luck. Yeah. Although I don't think he's as good as Andrew Luck. But Nor do I. I mean, that's just the comparison um, that I have off the top of my head. Just you protect your quarterbacks. You drafted your quarterback. You want him to carry you to the carry you to the Super Bowl. You can't. Your quarterback can't take you to the promised land if he's on the turf every play. Yeah. If he's in a full body cast. Like I don't. I don't know what what teams do do out here without. They don't prioritize O line like they should. Um. It was not. It was not a good game for. Uh, the Eagles. The Eagles running the game. Running the game. I'm pretty sure Miles Sanders didn't play. Yeah, Miles Sanders was out, and they had Boston Scott was yeah. their backup, and he had 35 car- yards on nine carries. 
cool, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's not... The Eagles had nothing good going for him yeah. Outside Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard was the only bright spot. Yeah, I mean, Zach Ertz, but he only had three catches. And I mean... Zach Ertz had a touchdown. Dallas Goddard had 100 yards and a touchdown. Like Yeah, their, their receiving was not good. That guy's cool. Uh, Dallas is is actually might be a great player. I don't know why the Eagles drafted him outside as a a big fuck you to the Cowboys. Yeah, I I think that was the that was the whole motivation. That was the main idea behind it. His name's Dallas, and the Cowboys wanted a tight end to replace Witten. You know. Yeah, and then the Eagles saw that that draft was in Dallas, so they were just like, oh, he's coming here. Can't have him. Yeah, the Eagles just basically did. I mean, because they had Zach Ertz, they didn't need a tight end. I mean, but he looked good for him. I don't think Ertz is going to last forever, so it might be might be cool. But I feel like the Eagles could probably patch some more holes, maybe that offensive yeah. line. Haha. <laughs> it was a few years ago. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Carson once had two hundred seventy yards, two touchdowns, but also two picks. You know, like not beautiful to see Carson once throw a bunch of picks, but you know, whenever he doesn't have any protection, what else can you expect? They didn't look good. Uh, meanwhile, Washington, Dwayne Haskins. I mean, he had an okay game. Yeah, he, he wasn't he wasn't great, but I mean, I don't think he needed to be. Because, I mean, you know, the defense was doing so much for them. Man, running the game, they sucked, though. Yeah. Gibson, well, Gibson had four yards to carry. Maybe if they were just giving him the ball more, he would have been fine. Yeah. Peyton Barber didn't look good. Less than two yards of carry on 17 carries, that's not good. Dwayne Haskins, is, uh, he, he could be cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I personally feel I I, I would have liked may- to have seen Alex Smith play, but you know that's what it is. Yeah, and I mean I think Washington may be another team where maybe they shouldn't necessarily tank for new quarterback, but I think that might be look what their plan was. Washington? No. They, why would they, I mean they can't just give up on Haskins after watching him play half a season? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not everyone is the Cardinals and Dolphins who are just like, oh, this Josh Rosen guy is trash. Yeah. Uh, not everyone does that usually. Uh, yeah. You give a few years. I mean, even the Bears have stuck with Trubisky for four years. Yeah. Like, and he hasn't looked very good. So, I mean, teams usually just stick with their quarterback for at least their contract. Uh, not everyone pulls the Cardinals and trades away their rookie quarterback so they can draft another one. Strange. Yeah. Although Kyler Murray looks cool, but we're not going to talk about it. Um, we'll get to him later. Yeah. Uh... So the Eagles disappoint. Uh, my friend Aaron said that the Eagles are going to win that division. I am now this, he's not saying th- that. This is the only evidence I need to tell him he's completely incorrect. I've been saying the Cowboys are going to win the division. And to be honest, they probably still are. The Cowboys yeah. lost too, but you know it's, they, they, lost, they didn't. They, they didn't, lost against a much better team. They didn't. Pl- they didn't play as bad as the Eagles did. So it is what it is, but. Uh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. I guess on to the next game. I don't want to talk about the Eagles anymore. They make me sad. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help they give up 20 unanswered. I don't like the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles are a disappointment. Uh, next game is the Raiders and the Panthers. That was an interesting game, wasn't it? Yeah. I, not a game that I personally watched, but it seemed to be a big duel. Not even a quarterback duel, but a running back duel. McCaffrey had his... Had his yards, he had his stats, and then suddenly Josh Jacobs comes in <coughs> and starts steamrolling. Derek Carr didn't have a bad game, 240 yeah. yards, touchdown. 
Not bad. Morded Bridgewater. 270 yards, a touchdown. Yeah, neither one neither one really had a great game, but they neither neither really had a bad game. It was a pretty turnover-free game from both quarterbacks. I think it was just they were both just kind of managing the game and doing what they yeah. could. McCaffrey had 38 yards receiving on three three catches, about 13 yards a catch. Yeah. Robbie Anderson was cool, 115 yards, 19 yards a catch, a touchdown. McCaffrey had two touchdowns on the ground, 96 yards. Jacobs had, what, 93 yards, three touchdowns, you know. If you have Josh Jacobs or you're on your fantasy team, then, you know, you're, 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 you're cool. Um, it is what it, like, Josh Jacobs might actually be the future for the Raiders. That might yes. just be what they have to deal with. The Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders just might have to just trust in Josh Jacobs more than they trust in anyone else. Because he looked pretty good. Oh, they have Dante yeah. Booker as well. That's crazy. Henry Ruggs had two uh, carries. Henry Ruggs looked okay, I guess. 55 yards, 18. You know, he's the leading receiver, and he's a rookie, so it's yeah. not bad. Jason Witten's still playing for them? Yes, he. they got him in this offseason, actually. And that that's a move where I, I kind of don't understand it, because it's like, you know, two seasons ago when he retired, he didn't look great. So it's like... It kind of doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that I mean, is like, a I get, strange. Yeah, I get the whole thing of like wanting depth, but like at this point, it's like he's a shell of a shell of his former self. Well, he had one reception for two yards, so it's not like he wowed anyone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I said still playing for them. I mean, it's just he's playing for them. Because uh, I feel like I heard about him. Yeah, it's just it just must be that long ago because I'm pretty sure it was one. Of, it was a very early signing, and it just. Man, like the pandemic and everything struck right after that, yeah. or around that time, and it just feels like it was so long ago. So maybe that's just me. Uh, but I mean, cool. Uh, don't know why they got Jason Witten. They have Darren Waller. He's pretty cool by himself. Yeah. But whatever. Not important. Um, this was a cool game. Uh, this is our second L because I know you didn't have the Raiders winning this game. Yeah. Uh, I had the Panthers winning this game because I figured. Figured the Raiders could do nothing versus McCaffrey, and to be fair, they couldn't, but the Panthers apparently had more struggles stopping Josh Jacobs, so. You know, that game didn't go as I expected it, but whatever. Uh, neither of them are very good teams, in my opinion, so we'll see what, what happens with them, but. Yeah. I am disappointed with everyone. Okay, not really. Uh, yeah. But that game's not very does is not very interesting. Like those are two teams that you know aren't really going to do a whole lot. So it's you know c'est la vie, c'est la vie, yeah. I suppose. Um, anything? Any storylines you want to talk about in that game? Uh, not really. It's just both teams kind of both te- it, both teams were kind of just adjusting to a lot of new changes, and is it, it was just kind of a it's kind of a not really like that. I'm trying to say here. It kind of like played out as you expected. Neither team had neither team had a, like a great running defense. Uh, both running backs went wild, and yeah. All right. Uh, on to the next, I suppose. Our third straight L of the episode: the Indianapolis Colts losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Philip Rivers. Yeah. Philip Rivers. Uh, I have always advocated that Philip Rivers is not a very good quarterback. He's a good quarterback, but he's never going to be great. 
Yeah, he's not the guy who's Especially gonna... since he's old as dirt now. Yeah. He's... Uh, he's continued to be the guy who takes risks and he gambles and he throws down field, and usually that goes poorly. Sometimes it goes well, but what, did he have two? He had two picks? Yes, two picks. Like, he continues to turn the ball over at a high rate, even in Frank Reich's system. I mean, it's not what you love to see. They lose to Jacksonville, who many people had pegged to go, like, 3-13. and 13. Yeah, I've, I've seen people even saying they could go 0-16. and 16. Just because we looked at their team, they're liquidating all assets outside of Gardner Minshew and getting rid of everyone of value. I, like, I'm pretty sure Josh Allen, the, the linebacker, is the only guy still there from any recent stretch. Like, Yeah, I mean, they've got... They've got um they've got Miles Jack still. Oh, okay. And um That's it. How many players are still on the roster from their uh AFC championship run? Well I I know on their defense they had six Pro Bowlers on that defense and none of them are there. Yeah. But like how many how many actual players are still on that roster? Uh that's what I wanna know, because it's not a lot. It's a very small number. They've completely taken a step back. Since then, and they had continued to do so for years. Uh, I mean, that's just, that was not good. Like, they, 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 they liquidated everyone, and I don't know if they're trying to tank for a quarterback or not. Uh, Gardner Minshew looks cool. Gardner Minshew had a great game. Gardner Minshew says, no, we're not getting another quarterback. <laughs> Why would you need another quarterback? Uh, yeah, Philip Rivers had a lot of yards, 360 yards, but a touchdown and two picks. Yeah, and then meanwhile, Gardner Minshew had... Uh, three touchdowns on um, 19 of 20 passing. Yeah, 19 of 20. That's a very good percentage. That's actually above 90. That's a 95% completion percentage. Um, and then wasn't he like the – isn't he like the first quarterback to have like a 90% completion percentage or like above a 90% completion percentage? To have, percentage to have those touchdowns? numbers, you know, those touchdowns and that percentage on opening kickoff weekend, no one's ever done that. Uh, it's kind of kind of very specific, but it's whatever. Uh Gardner Minshew looks like a good quarterback. Could you believe it? Yeah, um, and as I said in my predict, as I said in my predictions, uh, we're seeing like what I said. I said um, that Gardner Minshew would keep that team from being truly awful, like truly like number one pick caliber. And as we saw here, he led them to a win. Led yeah. them to a big win. Um, it, Marlon Mack is done for the year. Uh, he tore his Achilles, so he is completely gone for the for the season. Uh, but that guy Hines looks not too bad for him either. So yeah, yeah. You wish you you would hope to see you'd hope you'd hope it'd be better. Yeah, um, you would hope to see more from the Colts, but I guess Jacksonville is maybe just a bit better than I thought they were. Yeah, I also the Colts are just worse than I thought they were gonna be. So yeah. It is what it is, I guess. Hold on, let me check something really quickly. Yeah, okay, so. So, I guess we could talk, we should probably talk about, should have been talking about injuries the whole time and all the yeah, games yeah, we're yeah. talking about. Uh, but for the most part, they're fine. For the most part, there's not a whole lot of major injuries that we've just missed. Um, you want to talk about... Uh, the Colts, Marlon Mack is done for the season. That's 100%. Yeah, that's just going to be a... I think that's going to be kind of a... I think it's going to be a big loss for them. But, I mean, they also drafted... They also drafted um, rookie running back Jonathan Taylor out of um, 
out of Wisconsin, so we'll see if Plus, him and Ian Hines are able to kind of carry the load. Yeah, it, I'm sure they'll be fine. Uh, the Colts look bad. Yeah. Uh, the Jags looked a lot better than we thought they were going to be, so uh, that's basically the whole storyline. <laughs> that's basically all I think is worth talking about. On to the next, because both those teams are bad. Cleveland, Baltimore. Cleveland, Baltimore? Oh, Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland sucks. Um, Cleveland sucks yet again. There, I've heard. I've heard they're shopping Odell. Uh, they don't want him on the team anymore, which is fine. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, with Baker Mayfield struggling, like I mean, it, Cleveland makes me sad. I mean, we all knew this was going to happen. Yeah, we all we all knew it was going down. So when you talk about Cleveland, Baltimore, uh, I mean, this is what we expected. Cleveland, I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect them to lose as badly as yeah. they did. Factory of sadness yet again. Uh, but they got smacked. Uh, Lamar Jackson did his thing. Everyone did their thing against Cleveland. That's just... Yeah. Uh, Lamar, 20-25, 275, and three TDs. 45 yards on the ground. Yeah. Uh, leading rusher for the Ravens. Uh, Baker had 190 t- yards, a touchdown, and a pick. You know, that's not ideal. Kareem Hunt actually was the leading rusher for them that game. Yeah. 72 yards. Uh, they threw to Odell 10 times in that game, and he caught three of them, which is not not what you want from your number one wide receiver, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure David Njoku got put on IR. Mm, he did. Uh, so... That'll, it looks like that will be Austin Hooper's job for the next couple weeks. Yeah, because, I mean, this year on IR, when you're on IR, it's straight up... Um. Yeah, this year IR is only three week period before yeah. you can take them off. So that's uh that's nice for them. Yeah, and then they also um they also released um rookie kicker Austin Seibert, who I believe missed a field goal and an extra point in that or missed yeah missed a field goal and extra point in that game, and they're replacing him with the double doink himself, Cody Parkey. Fuck, anyone's better than a guy who's just yeah. gonna miss field goals. Yeah. Uh, Cody Parker, he's still, uh, has still, he has had been fine before, so maybe they can just try to salvage him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's only so many kickers. Uh, the Buccaneers just protected their kicker, um, on their practice squad. Yeah. (laughs) So it was just like, you know, like... Uh, Greg Joseph, who was on the Titans last year. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about the Titans later. Uh... Not a very interesting game. The the Baltimore Ravens showed their dominance as like they're supposed to, and that's how it be. Yeah, Baltimore Baltimore just kind of did what they wanted, while Cleveland just sat there on like they just laid there on the ground, flailing around. That's what you expected, though. Yeah. Uh, no, this 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 is not to anyone's upset. No one expected. I don't th- I don't think anyone expected Cleveland to take a W. Yeah. Um. Very one sided game. Yeah. There's not much there. So, on to the next game, the L.A. Chargers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Chargers-Bengals. We got to see Joe Burrow himself. The man, the myth, the legend that is Joe Burrow. As he got to be kind of mediocre in his first NFL game. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't exactly... He wasn't, he wasn't great, but he wasn't, like, awful. He wasn't as advertised. Yeah. Well, and I'm, well, Bengals, I mean, Bengals fans would have liked to have you think that he, this man's about to become the greatest of all time in season one. 
Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, it's like with that roster, there's there's not really much you could do. Really. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was talking to my, my roommate, one of my sweetmates, um, about it, and he was saying, uh, talking about how, uh, like, he expected the Bengals to be better than that. He thought the Chargers were really, really not good and that the uh, Bengals should have preferred, for sure done better. And I said, well, you can't just draft a quarterback and expect that to, like, fix your team. Joe Burrow's cool, but he's not going to be, like, he's crazy. Be, yeah. 193 yards at a pick. I mean, he had a rushing touchdown. Yeah. You know, it's just not what you're expecting to, like... That guy's not going to save your franchise by himself. Yeah, and I mean, he, he did lead a pretty good drive near the end of the game, uh, but uh, A.J. Green decided to commit OPI that stopped the touchdown. Yeah. And then they tried to kick a field goal, and uh, it didn't go well. Randy Bullock, not good. Yeah, Randy Bullock. I, I probably could have kicked that more accurately. He made a 50-yarder in that game, though, so, I yeah. mean, it's not like... You've just got to cut him from the team now. Yeah. He's still mostly reliable. He really fucked that one, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, not ideal, but not much you can really do there. Yeah, I mean, it's not a very interesting game. Uh, the Chargers uh, came in and got the win like I expected them to, like most expected them to, and uh, that's all said and done for them, I suppose. Yeah, oh, Oh, real quick, back to that game. I just remembered um, when Randy Bullock kicked that field goal, he went down clutching one of his legs. But then in, I think in post-game, either the coach or he said he injured the other leg. So now he's listed on IR as just having both of his calves injured. How'd you hurt both your calves? Yeah, I don't know. That's I guess, I guess crazy. they just keep the story right on which calf he injured. Wild. Yeah. Next game. On to the next team, I suppose... Tampa, New Orleans. That was a fun game for a minute. Uh, I want to preface this by saying uh, I don't think Tom Brady's going to look like this all season. Yeah, I don't think so either. He played a very great defense in his first game with a new system, a lot of new wide receivers, and a very unusual offseason. Yeah. I think, uh, it, I think it will take the Buccaneers a little bit to adjust to everything, but I think I don't think they're going to be this bad all season. 240 yards for Brady, two touchdowns, two picks. One of those picks, not his One fault. For six. One of those picks is his fault. Yeah. One of those picks was less his fault. It was more of a timing route between him and Mike Evans where Mike Evans didn't run. Uh, uh, so, like, apparently, I think Bruce Arians said that uh, he thought Evans made the right read, but he understands why Brady would have... Uh, read the read the play differently. Yeah, so he, he he's not like super upset about that one. He did not like the first one. He said he's not gonna that 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 that, other, that pick six. He did not like that one. Yeah, uh, which is fair. Drew Brees uh, didn't look like Drew Brees. Yeah, he looked. He started off. off looking like Drew Brees. He was like nine for nine marching down the field, but in the second half of that game, he just looked dumb. like he finished the game eighteen for thirty, one hundred sixty yards, two touchdowns. One of those touchdowns was just a screen pass to Kamara. Um, he didn't play that well. And, I mean, credit the Buccaneers' defense for getting things done. But at the same time, like, whenever Brees had to throw the ball downfield, he missed. Yeah, and, I mean, that, that's kind of been a thing. That's kind of started to show up over the last couple seasons as his 
as he ages a little bit, his accuracy's kind of started to fall off. Yeah, he. I mean, downfield, he's just missing. Yeah. Uh, which is not what you love to see for the Saints. Uh, the Buccaneers, they ran the ball okay. Ronald Jones wasn't bad running the ball. Chris Godwin had a good game. Mike Evans had a bad game. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, it doesn't help that he was injured for... He was injured prior to that game. So. Yeah, there was no need for him to be in that game. Yeah, you could you could tell the entire game that he was not one hundred percent. He had a touchdown, but like so. Yeah, but that was his the rest one of the catch. game was bad. He was targeted a lot and did not come in yeah, with a he lot had of catches. Four carries and had the one catch. Uh, yeah. So you you would hope he would do better. Yeah. The Saints, Taysom Hill. Had a 38-yard completion, as you do. Yeah. Uh, Taysom Hill is just doing all kinds of things. They, they're running a lot of sets with him in the quarter in the pocket as a quarterback, taking snaps. Um, so they're doing some interesting things there. Uh, Ty Montgomery. Wow. Negative four yards rushing. Yeah. Uh, sometimes things don't go well. It is what it is. Uh, and, uh, Michael Thomas had three receptions for 17 yards for going out with a... Um, with a lower leg injury after, I believe someone was pushed into him on a running play. Yeah, he has a high ankle sprain. But it says, he, I think he said it's a, a high ankle injury is what I read, but he says yeah. he thinks he can play through it. So Yeah, and I mean, they don't play again until Monday against the Raiders, so we should have a lot of time to recuperate from that. Yeah, we'll see. we'll see what it is. We'll see what it is. We'll see how it goes, uh, but this is a game where we got to see these two teams. One very new look Tampa Bay team versus the basically the same Saints team. Uh, and the Saints come out and they get a win because strictly, almost entirely off of Tampa Bay made mistakes that you expect a new t- like a team with a new look like that to make. Tampa Bay made mistakes and the Saints capitalized on every mistake. Yeah. They continued to do so and that's why they won the game. Tampa Bay didn't look bad. They just didn't do what they should have. Yeah, they just didn't execute 100%. Which, I mean, to be fair, I think it's going to take them a little bit to get there. But I think they will get there. Eventually. Eventually, probably. Um, So, uh, that's what it is for that. I don't think Brady's going to look that bad all year. I still think Brady's going to be pretty good. Uh, I think now we're going to take a uh, short break here. So, um... We'll get right back before we finish the rest of the games. And then after that, we'll talk about uh, what we project for next week. Pretty shortly. We won't spend a whole lot of time on that. Um, And then we will discuss um, some NBA news because there's some big news in the NBA. So we will uh, get right back at it shortly. So, uh, yep. Okay. And we are back. Very cool. Um, next, we're going to talk about the uh, Cardinals and Niners, where we have taken yet another L, but I think most people did, because I saw it within the realm of possibility. For the, I didn't think it impossible for the Cardinals to beat the Niners, but I still didn't think that's what was going to happen. Yeah, I didn't think so either. I thought it was possible. I thought that Kenyon Drake is cool, which he is. I was not lying. He is cool. Um, but I didn't know if, uh, he was going to continue, if he was going to be great, 
versus that that Niners defense. Uh, but I was just completely capping. He was pretty good. A 60 yards, touchdown, 16 carries, not bad. Kyler Murray, good game. He had 13 carries. He ran the ball a lot. Seven yeah. yards a carry, a touchdown. Uh, yeah, and then he had a 26 of 40, two three yards, and a touchdown and a pick. So, I mean, not exactly the greatest game, but still pretty good. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo on paper didn't have a bad game. 260 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he, he did some good things. The, the Of course, the Niners ran the ball with all kinds of guys. They had six different people carry the ball. Juszczyk, Garoppolo, Kittle, Coleman, Kenneth, McKinnon, Mostert. Uh, every run yeah. got, got some carries here. Um, so... Uh, Jimmy G falls apart at the end of a game again. There's no way. He could never. Yeah. He, the thing is, on paper, he has a lot of stats. He has a lot of fourth-quarter comebacks, fourth-quarter-slash-overtime yeah. comebacks. On paper, he's fine in the clutch. But you don't always see that. Yeah, when you when you actually watch him in the fourth quarter, it's a... Uh... That last throw on fourth down to, conti- to keep the drive alive. Awful throw. It was... No, it, the, the, the idea was there. He yeah. was late. Yeah. He wouldn't commit. He won't take that risk. Jimmy G looked lost. Yeah. Uh, he looked kind of lost. And to be fair, their receivers were all replacement level. Um, I mean, their leading receiver on the day was Raheem Mostert, and that was by over double the next guy, which yeah, was George Kittle. and the next guy was an injured George Kittle. Like, who didn't have a single catch in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, Kittle came out of the game with a sprained knee. Kendrick yeah. Bourne, Kendrick Bourne uh, was pretty nice. Um, but, like, Jordan Reed played for them. Like, their receivers were people who I don't, I just don't really know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Debo hurt. Yeah. Manuel Sanders Looked left. In New Orleans. Um, a lot of their guys who were big options for them last year were not here today. And you, it was very apparent So I, uh, the Niners didn't look good, which is not shocking. Let's see. They had, um, let's see. They had no Brandon, no rookie Brandon Ayuk, uh, Devo Samuels on IR, Chris Thompson's on IR, uh, Taylon Austin's on IR, Travis Benjamin was out. So there's, I think four. There's I think five receivers. They had, a, they had a receiver, Richie James, was supposed to play, and he didn't. Yeah, he was questionable to play. And he didn't play. Uh, it was not good. It was not good for them. Yeah, not not quite Eagles levels of injuries, but, st- you know, still not great. Close. Still not great. Uh, But, yeah, that game's interesting because I pegged the Cardinals as a team that could do nicely this year. Not going to win the division or nothing, but they could. Make a push for the playoffs this year, especially with that expanded playoffs. Yeah. They could do it. Yeah, I had them being, uh, I had them at third in the division, winning 10 games, but not making the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know if that'll happen. But either way, uh, they are going to be a lot better this year, I think. I think so, too. You still have reliable Fitzgerald. You have now DeAndre Hopkins. You have Kyler. They're going to be fine. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins had a good game, over 100 yards receiving. Uh, would have had a touchdown, but got taken away because he was apparently like an inch short or some shit. Yeah. Um, which was disappointing for my fantasy team, but whatever. We're not too worried about it. Um, 
but yeah, it's uh, it's all when all said and done, not horrible. Uh, the Cardinals won, and they did it convincingly. Yeah. Uh, that's all there really is to that. The Niners starting off zero and one uh, is not ideal. Kittle might be just hurt, sprained left knee. Uh, he and he played on it, so probably would have been better for him if he would have just sat for the game. But yeah, uh, we'll see if he can play next week. Um, you know, he's George Kittle. He's tough as hell. I'm sure he will be able to. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, even when he doesn't play, they're playing the Jets. So. Oh, I'd fucking sit his ass then. He doesn't need to play. Yeah, he doesn't need to play. Uh, not a whole lot of storylines going. The Niners still ran the ball well. It just didn't get, translate to a win. Uh, the Niners need more if they're going to make a Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. They can't count on that defense to carry them there like they did last year. Uh, you can't, like, you can't, like... Statistically, they just their odds of them making the Super Bowl again are pretty low, unless their defense steps up in a big way and Garoppolo steps up in a big way, and the running game continues to do so. Like they a lot of moving parts have to go their way. Yeah, uh, I think their defense can step. I think their defense. Their might defense be able to can step still up. do it. Um, I don't know about Garoppolo. I, I don't, don't trust Jimmy G, but yeah. we'll see. We will see. Hopefully, he gives up better performances. He let he let the. Cardinals defense make him look bad. Uh, Buda Baker's that guy. Uh, shout out to Buda Baker. He got like, he got that uh those tweets that yeah. were pretty fucked up or not that those DMs on Twitter like. Yeah. Yeah, he, he got some he got some really rough DMs. Some pretty racist things being said to him from an apparent Niners fan. So, that's not what you love to see. But you know what. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean that's just kind of what happens when you, um, uh, when you're a, when you're an athlete, and you know people on other teams obviously don't like you, and a lot of people don't handle that well. Yeah, people, uh, people for sure be uh, toxic. Yeah. Uh, so you know, he handled it well though. He didn't make any big deal out of it. He was just like sad to see this kind of thing. Yeah. He was just talking like. The way he addressed it was just like, all you can do is like pray for these kinds of people. Um, so that's cool. Um, other than that, nine, the Cardinals come out with a convincing win versus the team that was in the Super Bowl last year in their division, and that's very, very cool for them. Uh, not much more to talk about, though. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, after the Texans lost, tweeted out, grateful, and... Yeah. Uh, I thought that was funny. Uh, Texans fans did not. They did not think that was funny. They they did not fucks with it. Um. But you know it is what it is. His team won, and the Texans did not. Yeah. So, well, well, um, to briefly get off topic, uh, we just got an update on Michael Thomas, and his high ankle sprain is apparently worse than we originally thought. So he's gonna miss a couple weeks. Which could be a big blow for the Saints. Eh, not shocking. Uh, high ankle sprains usually don't just last a day. Yeah. Uh, it's only a little bit off topic. Yeah. It's fine. Who do the Saints play next week? Uh, the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. They got the Raiders, and then they have um, the Packers. Though they, they they might need him versus the Packers. Um, but either way, we're looking a little getting a little off topic. We're just trying to get to the next game anyway, so... Yeah. Which game's next on the list? Uh, the next game is uh, Dallas versus the Rams. I watched that game. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that was fun Sunday night game, wasn't it? 
Uh, I picked the Cowboys to win. What? Who'd you pick? Uh, I think I thought the Cowboys too. Uh, and they definitely could have. It was within reach. A couple of plays didn't go their way. Uh, OPI. I talked with my room sweet mate about it. He said he did not at all feel like that was OPI, but he is a Cowboys fan, so you know. Say la vie. Uh, but he 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 did make a point. He said he he says OPI is. In his opinion, he was like, from what he t- was telling me about OPI, which is like the full extension of the arm, it wasn't that, which is true. It really, yeah. on that play, it wasn't really big OPI, like big arm extension. It was yeah, just, I mean, when you, when you it look, was just Jalen Ramsey selling the play, yeah, really. And I mean, when you look at the play, you can see both players, they're they're both extending their arms. Both, I mean. both are ha- fighting each other with their hands and oh. trying to create separation. Yeah. And the and Gallup is. Um, trying to create separation, and, you know, it's not always going to go your way. Yeah. You, sometimes you get away with those calls. Most of the time you won't. Uh, it is what it is. That kind of sucks for for Dallas. I still think they're going to win the division. Yeah, I do too. Ezekiel had a great game. Um, Dak Prescott had an okay game. Jared Goff didn't have the best game, but yeah. you know he had an interception, two hundred seventy-five yards, no touchdowns. But it is what it is. Yeah, it's typical Jared Goff performance. We like we like Zeke. Zeke is still very very good at football. Yeah. Um, Ninety-six yards and a touchdown. Running the ball wise, uh, without Todd Gurley this year, the Rams didn't look like they were having any problems at all. Yeah, Malcolm Brown. Did Malcolm Brown and Cam great. Akers did just fine, replacing that production. It would seem so. Maybe the Rams are back on the upswing. Uh, they could be. I mean, they could have just had a slump last year after making yeah. the Super Bowl and injuries and all kinds of problems. They could be back on the upswing. Uh, I don't know if they are, but it's it's possible. I just wish they wouldn't do it with these with this team branding, their logos and unis. And they'll suck. Yeah, they're they just did not look good. Like they look like they look like some rejected like Madden twelve created team things. Ouch. Yeah. Well. Um, you know, I don't. They, I think they're ugly, but you know what? Whatever, yeah. it's fine. We're gonna ignore it. We're gonna move on. Uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about with that Cowboys game outside of that OPI. Jalen Ramsey sold it to the refs. Good, good on him, I suppose. I don't. I don't. Kind of like when you sell sell fouls in basketball. It's like yeah. It's like there's this fine line between just flopping and being a bitch, and yeah. you know, actually making an intelligent play. So. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys did have some pretty big injuries, though. Uh, they had um, middle linebacker Leighton Van Der Esch. Who yeah, Van Der Esch has a neck collarbone. injury. Uh, collarbone. Uh, Blake Jarwin is uh, done for the year. He tore his ACL, so he's 100% done, which is unfortunate because that was some of their tight end production that they were hoping to get. Cam Irving is on IR as well. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of people are doing very good. Dallas is Jarwin... Is probably done for the year. Van Der Esch has a apparent collarbone injury. He's on an injured reserve. Uh, they they lost some significant names yeah. uh, uh, in game one, so it's going to be a kind of a struggle for them here on out. I yeah, think. Yeah, we just got to see if they can get it. We uh, if they can, you know, hold everything together after that. Uh, it'll be fine. Uh, I'm sure they can pick it up. Because uh, I still picked them to win the division, and I'm standing by that until yeah. further notice. Uh, do they? What? They Next week Atlanta. they have Atlanta. That's right. 
Um, they, they, we'll see if they can pick it up. Um, not a whole lot to discuss there. Yeah, I, I don't think either team really played. I don't think either team played like up to their potential. Yeah, I don't think either team played great, but neither team really played poorly either. Just kind of <sighs> both game, both teams were just kind of, nah. Stephen A. got to have a field day though, because the Cowboys yeah. lost. So yeah, uh, I think we can talk about the next game. So the next game is the Steelers and the Giants. Monday Night Football. Steelers Giants. Uh, you know, it, it could have been better. For the Giants, um, their O line. Jason play. Garrett is their offensive coordinator, and that's not a good idea. I don't like that. That's not a that's not a good idea. Daniel Jones was their leading rusher because on 15 carries, Saquon Barkley could only get six yards. Their off their offensive line is. But mad. I don't blame Saquon Barkley. He literally. There's nothing. There's no one blocking. Like, the Steelers front seven were in their backfield every play. Yeah. And, Sa- and and Saquon pr- showed that he can still do things with the ball after like once he gets past that like receiving the ball he had six car- catches for 60 yards like he can do things with it after the fact um Daniel Jones didn't have a horrible game didn't turn the he turned the ball over which is you know what he does apparently he's got two picks but 280 yards two touchdowns I mean he did what he could versus a team that had the run completely shut down so they could just key in on the pass. Yeah, and I mean the same thing was going on with the run because the Steelers were in the backfield every play. Uh big storyline, of course, uh Ben Roethlisberger making his return to NFL football. Uh and he looked good. Yeah. He made good throws. Two twenty one for thirty two, two hundred and thirty yards, three touchdowns. Uh clearly was the better quarterback. Yeah. On the better team. Uh, yeah, I'll admit I wasn't certain on Ben Roethlisberger this year because, you know, older quarterback coming up. I'm still not sold, but um, yeah, and I mean, he did look a lot better than I – he did look a lot better than I thought he would. Yeah. So we'll see. Benny Snell dominated the ground game, 114 yards on 19 carries. Uh, yeah. He did a lot better than James Conner did. Uh, James Conner also got a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Uh, he, he, I mean, he was just running the ball better than James Conner was anyways, so okay. it is what it is. Uh, Juju looks like he was uh, f- at, at least back into a form that he was before Ben went out with injury. Yeah. Now, it, now it seems like he knows who's going to throw him the football so he can actually figure out what's going on. Uh, he couldn't do that whenever you couldn't tell if you were going to get Duck Hodges or Mason Rudolph. You had no idea. Yeah, and either and either way, them throwing to you wasn't ideal, so yeah. you just kind of had to live with it. I think Juju's gonna be have a bounce back season. Eric Ebron's looking like a nice addition. He only had one catch for eighteen yards, but you know, he didn't look bad. The the the, the Steelers look like they're gonna be a good team this year. They look like they're gonna be a good team. Yeah, I could I could see them at least contending for second place in the division, or maybe even pushing Baltimore for first. I don't think they're gonna do that, but. I mean, I, I don't think they're ultimately going to do it, but I think they're going to make it a challenge for Baltimore. We'll see. Uh, on to the next. Saquon needs to do better, but he needs more help on the O-line. And the final game is Tennessee at Denver. Tennessee at Denver was a very cool game, okay? Very epic game, one might say. Uh, we watched it down to the wire. Uh, big storyline is Steven Goskowski. Missed, not look great. missed three field goals and an extra point attempt. But he was looking like he was complete shit. But he did end up 
he re we watched him rewrap his leg on the sideline after he missed the third field goal, and then he went and he kicked a game winner. Uh, so, I mean, I guess it's fine. Um, he's going to keep his job just for making that one, um, I think. Because, I mean, honestly, who else are they going to sign? Uh, but he, the, the Titans didn't look like we thought they would. First of all, how many carries did Derrick Henry have? He had 31. 31 carries. Uh, that's a lot. But that's what you expect. He's your, he's your workhorse back. 31 carries, 116 yards. 3.7 yards a carry. Uh, Ryan Tannehill looked like a good quarterback. You know, some people were thinking uh, with that big contract, he was going to kind of regress a little bit and get back down to his Dolphins' ways, but it doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, Corey Davis had over 100 yards receiving. That's You love to see it. Uh, Drew Locke, 216 yards and a touchdown. Wasn't great. I didn't love what I saw from Drew yeah. Locke. I, I have been continuously hating on Drew Locke. I won't say hating on, but not believing in Drew Locke. Um... And I still really don't. The Titans' defense was not that great, and he wasn't able to capitalize down the stretch. Yeah, especially like especially really late in the game. Drew Locke didn't have an inherently bad game. Yeah. He, in fact, had a really good drive to take the lead. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, they, took a, they, took a, they took an L because, I don't know, man, they, they just didn't. Get it done. I wasn't impressed with what I saw with Denver. Outside of their defense looking nice and doing a decent job of limiting Derrick Henry as much as they could. Yeah, and I mean, to be, to be fair, you also have to take into account the fact that Cortland Sutton, or, uh, Cortland Sutton did not play in this game. Yeah, there's no Vaughn Miller, so it's kind of like bad. Uh, Philip Lindsay was ruled out, and Melvin Gordon came in and did really, really well with the football. Did a very, very good job uh, running the ball. Noah Fant had a great game, 81 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jerry Judy, the rookie, played pretty well. He played, like, I wanted to say he played well, but I also wanted to say he made some plays he, that were not good. He had some big plays, but he also had some times where he just looked like, okay, like making rookie mistakes, just dropping open passes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's fine. I'm not going to, not gonna like, Bash him crucify him. He's... A rookie yeah. receiving passes from another very young quarterback. They'll figure it out, maybe. Yeah, Locke uh, fumbled twice in this game. Yeah, I mean, I'm still not sold on Locke. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, no, I'm not. Not yet. I'm not sold on their offensive line. I'm not sold on the Broncos at all. Yeah, there are there are a lot of things that could have gone better for Denver. And so that's the end of week one. So. After that, uh, I think we're just going to look at week two and talk about the matchups. Uh, first of all, Thursday night football, Bengals-Browns. I think the Browns will win. Yeah, I, I think I think the, Brown, the Browns have you know more experience than the Bengals do. The Bengals are a pretty younger yeah, team. Yeah, and the Browns are going to, maybe Baker's going to be able to have a bounce-back game versus a much worse defense. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Joe Burrow's going to have his way with the Browns secondary. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Uh, Sunday at noon we have Giants Bears. I think the Bears should win. Bears that. W They're the team. They're probably going to limit Saquon about as well as Pittsburgh did. Um, they uh, their pass defense is a lot better, so Daniel Jones is going to struggle. It's not what I, not a, when I said a lot better. I didn't mean a lot better than the Steelers because it's not uh, a lot better than the Steelers. They have they have better pass rush, I'd say. But yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and that's honestly how you beat Daniel Jones. Pressure him, make him fumble, because he fumbles the ball a lot. Yeah. Um, but that should be a pretty clean Bears W. Rams, Eagles. I'll take the Rams. Yeah, I'll take the Rams, too. Uh, probably, probably pretty convincingly, too. I don't think Carson yeah, I, Wentz is going to have a good game. I, I don't think the, the Eagles O-line is not going to do anything. Aaron Donald is going to... Aaron Donald's going to eat. He's going to he's gonna feast. Full course meal. Cowboys, Falcons. I'm expecting the Cowboys to win. Yeah, same. Uh, I expect Zeke to have like 150 yards. <laughs> Might be biased because fantasy football, but I would prefer if Zeke, Zeke did well, but I think he's going to anyways because the Falcons' defense is underwhelming. Yeah. Panthers, Bucks. Uh, uh, the Bucks should win. I think the Bucks should win that I game. think the Bucks should win. Uh, I think Brady will have a bounce-back game. Be, much worse be allowed to pick apart a defense that's a lot worse than the Saints. Uh, and have and have have some have some success on the ground as yeah, well because then, Ronald Jones didn't have a bad game. Ronald Jones is still a good running back. Yeah, and then on the other side, uh, the Buccaneers instead of playing a very well-oiled Saints offense, will be playing a Panthers offense that has a lot of new pieces. And yeah, and I mean, together. a year ago they had the number one run defense in the league, so they're going to do what they can to limit McCaffrey. Uh, and. Yeah, that's that's that. Uh, Niners, Jets, Niners. Uh, Niners. The Jets are the Niners disappointed, but the Jets sh- should get blown out. Yeah, that is. Yeah, the Jets are going to be awful this season. Too many, too many uh, problems for the Jets for me to give them any faith. Yeah, Broncos, Steelers. That's going to be a Steelers win. Yeah, especially since I'm uh, Ben looks better than I thought he would. Yeah, the Broncos look worse than I thought they would. Uh, yeah, I think that's just going to be. Clean, uh, not going to be an entertaining game. Just going to be a, a, a game where the Steelers come in and get the job done. Jags, Titans. You Titans ex- should win. You expect the Titans to win. Uh, T- Derrick Henry should be able to have a great game. Uh, Tannehill should be able to have a great game as well. Uh, I mean, the, the, the Jags defense is just a shell of its former yeah. shell. Min- so. Minshew might make it interesting. Maybe, but he could. He could. Yeah. He definitely could. Uh, I think unless Minshew has a really good game, I think this should be a right. Titans win. Lions Packers Packers blowout. Packers. If it's anything else, the Packers are disappointing. Bills Dolphins Bills. Yeah, I know we're just picking the better team here most of the time, but I mean we only we only seen one week. We can't we we can't like set a full game plan. Vikings Colts. I still want to say Vikings. Yeah, I do. I agree. Cardinals Washington. I want to say Cardinals. Yeah. Redskins, Texans, Red, Ravens, Ravens Texans. I'm sorry, Washington was fresh on the mind. Ravens, Texans. I, uh, I want to say the Ravens yeah. for sure. Ch- Chiefs, Chargers. That's a Chiefs W. Patriots, Seahawks. Patriots, Seahawks is going to be a really good game. Um, uh, I, I kind of think the Seahawks. I want to say the Patriots could pull it off, but I really don't think they will. Seahawks are going to win. Yeah. Uh, I do think the Saints will beat the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm hoping we don't just jinx all these teams. Now, if every one of these teams loses, I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be fun to laugh at for next yeah. week. Hope the Chiefs don't lose. Yeah, you'd hope not. Yeah. Uh, but it is, it's, it is what it is. Uh, I don't think the Chargers are very good. I don't think... A lot of these teams, these matchups this week seem very clear-cut on who's the better team. So, uh, we'll see how this goes. Uh, I think now we're going to transition to uh, ba- basketball. Talk about some things. Uh, a week ago, the Heat and Bucks were still playing, and since since then the Bucks have you know, the Heat have cleaned up that series, sent the Bucks home. 
send him packing in five get in a gentleman's sweep. So uh, they seem to make that seem very easy. Um, Boston has put it together versus the Raptors in Game Seven. They were they were point five seconds one jump shot away from being up 3-0, and they let that go to Game 7. So it was almost really, really bad for them. Uh, right now, actually, Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals has began with the Miami Heat taking on Boston. Boston's up early, 24-13 right now. You know, it's just the first quarter, though, so it's not like it's huge. Uh, the uh, In the West, we're waiting on Game 7 of Nuggets-Clippers. That will take place tonight. As we're recording this tonight. Um, so we'll see what goes on with that game. Uh, the fact that the Clippers have gone up 3-1 and have now blown it. The Nuggets have a chance to be the first team ever to come back from two 3-1 comebacks in the same postseason. Because they were down 3-1 versus the Jazz as well. So they went down 3-1 twice and they've pushed it to Game 7. I expect the Clippers to put it together. I don't think Kawhi Leonard will be the best player on a team and allow them to blow a 3-1 lead yeah. and lose. But it could still happen. The Nuggets look good. Uh, I think the Clippers look better, though. Because Cl- in all these games, the Clippers have been up big. They've just blown the lead. And everyone wants to point fingers at Doc Rivers. I'm inclined to mostly agree. People have known for years that Doc Rivers blows leads. Like, even, I, I, I remember seeing a clip, um, Phil Jackson talking about Doc Rivers in the finals, because, of course, Doc Rivers was the Boston Celtics coach at the time, so Phil Jackson's coaching the Lakers versus the, clip, the Celtics, and they're, they're mounting a comeback, and he's saying, Doc Rivers blows more leads than anyone in the NBA. That, he, that, the, that clip, I don't even think he said Doc Rivers, I think he just said that team. The Celtics blow more, he said, they, the Celtics blow more leads than anyone in the NBA. They really know how to lose. So, um, it it's not news that Doc Rivers tends to blow leads sometimes. Uh, we don't know why it is, but I don't think he's going to do that in this game seven because I feel like Kawhi Leonard won't let him. Kawhi Leonard is one of those players who I feel like he's going to take complete control, have an outstanding game, and try to put the team on his back. Uh, I expect a, a Clippers W, and we, we're going to get to see the Battle of L.A. in the Western Conference Finals, hopefully. Because um, if it's, the Nuggets go to the Western Conference Finals, I feel like the, the Lakers are just going to have an easy trip. Yeah. Uh, but the, the Clippers, I feel like, are matched up well to defend the Lakers. So I, 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 that's, that's why I'd rather see them. I'd rather see the much better series. Um, so, obviously, Russell Westbrook continued to have his struggles versus the, the Lakers. And they got dropped off. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he did. He did. He, not had, play he played great. bad. Rondo's brothers calling him ass. Got kicked out. And it's it's all some some crazy shit for real. Um, I'm definitely gonna have to say uh, that. Um. I definitely got to say that the, this playoff series has been very, like the playoffs has been very interesting. You can tell that home field, adva- home court advantage isn't like as big of a factor, which is obvious because no one's playing, everyone's playing in the same gym at the end of the day. Yeah. In Orlando. Yeah, everyone's playing in the same silent gym. Not silent. Or but quiet gym. 
But uh, I, some big for the finals. They said they're going to expand like the crowd that they allowed to have there. Every player is going to be allowed to invite two people to every finals game. Yeah, which is cool. Which is very cool. Uh, they can invite whoever they want, friends, family. They can just invite two people to go to the game. So that's really cool. Um, we're going to see some interesting matchups. Uh, there's not too much to talk about in the NBA. Obviously, we don't even know what the Western Conference Finals is. But I guess I should give my predictions now so they're on paper so people can tell me how wrong I am after the fact. Um, so if I wanted to do that, I guess... Uh, for sure, I do think the Celtics are going to win the series versus Miami Heat. I think the Celtics will get it done in six or seven. You know, yeah. I think it'll go down the stretch. I'm going to pick Celtics in six, though. That's going to be my official take. I'll take Celtics in six, and they'll get to go to the finals for the first time in a decade since Doc Rivers was their coach. Um, now, versus West, we don't know who's going to win game seven tonight. But I'm going to go ahead and pick anyways because I'm not, I don't have time to not do that. So I'm going to pick the Clippers to win tonight and the Clippers to beat the Lakers in seven. Pogger. Clippers-Celtics. That's my finals prediction. And if it's those two teams in the finals, I'll, I'll take Clippers in six. So that's my prediction. We'll see how wrong I am. The Clippers do be genuinely cursed, though. So if the Clippers lose tonight, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, and it'll be something entirely different. Uh... Maybe I'll start putting stuff on Twitter uh, so you guys can see more updated because this is obviously only weekly. So maybe on Twitter you can uh, – this isn't like a plug. This is just so like if you guys want to see what the, what's going on on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is literally just my name. It's just Tyler J. Lovelace. That's it. Um, very simple. Uh, pretty sure Michael would probably want to put his out too. Yeah, and then mine is M underscore Merritt, M-E-R-R-I-T-T. One seven six five. Yeah, so the, 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 that's how you can get a. You can definitely get a hold of us if you want to reach out to us, uh, and you don't entirely know a way how to. Uh, there's also uh, just I'm gonna probably put out some some tweets there just about some 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 dumb shit. If I, I'll, I'll apologize tonight if the Clippers lose for jinxing them, but they they're already cursed anyways, so maybe I won't. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna warn y'all. I'm kind of political on Twitter, so if y'all don't want to deal with that. Uh, might not want to go. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, my Twitter is mainly here for sports and fun content and stuff. So that's what I usually f- use it for. So it is what it is. We're just gonna it's just it's gonna fuck around. Uh, either way. Uh, so for the NBA, I, I those are my predictions. Now you've heard them. Uh, so um, there's not a whole lot more to talk about. Uh, baseball is gonna wrap up soon. We're gonna get to see the Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh, my Kansas City Royals suck. We don't have any business talking about the word playoffs anymore. I haven't been watching as much baseball as I feel like I should have, but you know what? It's fine. We'll I'll I'll get over it. Um, come playoff time, I'll still talk. I'll 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 take a deep dive and see what uh what uh I think is gonna happen. So, I guess with that, is there anything else you want to talk about, Michael? Uh, nothing I can think of. All right. Well, with that, I think that's all we really need to discuss this week. This week, obviously, was a little bit shorter than last week, which, you know, I'm not trying to put out three-hour podcasts every week. So uh, I guess with that, we were going to uh, see you guys later. We, uh, we'll bid you adieu, I suppose. Um, yeah, so uh, make sure you tune in next week. We're obviously going to evaluate week two, um, as we do. 
we're going to evaluate week two, see what we would like to uh, talk about, any storylines, any of that kind of stuff next week. And, of course, we'll talk about the NBA because obviously things will have happened by then. So uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, We really appreciate it. Um, Really uh, enjoy seeing you guys uh, start to listen to this uh, podcast more. We really really, appreciate the love. So... um, Thanks for tuning in this, to this episode of Sports Ball Weekly. And join us next week. We'll and you know we'll talk about what we already said. We'll talk about the NFL and the NBA mainly. It's going to be the main thing. Plus, if any big storylines happen, we'll try to bring those into it too. So, thanks again for watching, and we will see you next week.